Welcome to Flippin' Awesome Coaching, a podcast designed for athletes who love a challenge and want to see just how far they can really go. I'm your host, Amy Twiggs, and the podcast starts now. Hey, Flippin' Awesome friends, welcome. This is Amy Twiggs with Flippin' Awesome Coaching. I hope you guys are all having a great week. I'm so excited to talk to you as always. So I just want to tell you about an experience I had a couple months ago with my teenagers. Now, I have four teenagers and they range from 13 to 19, and so for real, four of them. And so they like this virtual experience company. I don't know if you've ever done a virtual experience um, game, but it's super different than just playing video games on your TV. So if you haven't tried one, you're, you're going to have to try one sometime. It's, it's a trip, okay? There was a game called The Plank at this virtual reality place, and I watched one of my teenagers walk in this plank and was teasing him about how nervous he appeared. He hesitated and backed up and I kept telling him, oh my goodness, are you kidding me? Just jump. He was literally on a wooden floor in a cubicle, right? And as an outsider looking in, I didn't and couldn't understand what he was feeling from his view. So to me, it looked like a simple step forward. But to my teenager, it was a lot more terrifying. So I was watching on the screen what he was seeing, and it was fun to watch on the screen what he was watching in his headset, but I still couldn't understand the experience that he was having from his point of view. You could see what he was seeing, but I couldn't feel what he was feeling, and I had no plans to try it myself. After watching my teens grabbing their pretend arrows and jumping around in haunted houses and running into walls, into their cubicles, and imaginary walls, it made me wonder how it might be to actually experience what they were experiencing. I had no interest in trying a virtual reality at all until I sat there and watched for an hour of all of my teenagers, all four of them, acting in their cubicles as if life was going to overtake them in these different scenarios. And it was hilarious to watch, right? So how could it be different if the headset was on my head? Watching is one thing. Having the visual surround um, in this intense and entirely, I don't know, confined area, but it's a totally different experience. So just to let you know, I am afraid of heights. I decided that and my brain likes to believe those thoughts, right? Weird, because I was a gymnast who used to do huge tricks off the bars, and bars was one of my favorite events. So if I get on a high bar now, and I do a pullover and look up from the ground, you know, look up on the bar and look at the ground, I get this rush of, what in the world am I doing up here, right? So weird. So it's odd to think of what I had built myself up to be able to do on those bars. Everything is step by step, but the high bar seems so high now that I haven't been an active gymnast for years. I love gymnastics, but I am afraid of heights. So that's just my thoughts. So now it was my turn. I just went on a tangent, but I want to tell you, it was my turn to walk the plank. I created a 4D experience in my head. So while logically knowing I was standing on a wooden floor, my mind started creating the sensation of like wind. And I felt unstable on the plank. And the plank seemed to be rocking back and forth and back and forth. And how could this be? I was just standing on a wooden floor in the same cubicle that my son had just been standing on the floor in. So why was it so hard for me to step forward knowing logically I was safe? And even replaying the moment of me being outside the cubicle 
looking in saying, just take a step forward, you know? I was in a mental battle. It was a war and the VR headset was winning. My brain kept saying, back away. And my higher brain kept saying, you're fine, go for it, enjoy it. So what should I do? What did I do? Well, I kept taking these baby scooter steps forward, looking over the plank edge at the imaginary 100 foot down drop. And then I would scoot carefully back safely into the imaginary elevator that gave me the ride up to this imaginary height. And I knew it was all in my head. We tell ourselves often, it's just all in my head. It's all in my head. But everything around me provided a lot of evidence and a lot of reasons for my thoughts to believe otherwise. After it felt like many minutes of encouragement from my teenagers, they kept saying, go, mom, you can do it. I finally stepped off, off the plank. And I let out a yelp. And my arms were flailing about, okay? I felt terrified, falling uncontrollably off a skyscraper and watching the ground come so fast. My arms were circling, my legs were, well, it's interesting because my legs weren't, but in my mind, my legs were swirling too, but they were just on the ground. Then I landed in this wide, deep squat-like stance, like kind of crouched like a superhero on the cement, hundreds of feet below me, even though I wasn't. So absorbing the landing and feeling totally alive and mentally exhilarated, had this big dopamine hit, all of a sudden, I had superpowers. If I could do that, then what else could I do? My confidence soared, and so did I on the next game of flying around like Iron Man and putting out huge fires around the tops of skyscrapers. It was amazing how the emotions were all over the place. But what intrigues me and blows my mind is knowing that I created that whole experience myself. The headset was a circumstance. It was just a headset. It triggered thoughts, and the thoughts that I allowed and that I thought about were creating this experience that was surreal to me. Everything I saw in the headset, those were just images. And the thoughts I had about those images are what produced the fear and the excitement, the intense confidence upon landing on the ground. It all came from my thoughts, my mind. So what do I mean? I mean the first step in changing your life and in helping you create new results in your sport is to realize that there is no person, no virtual reality headset, no place and no thing and no past that can make you feel anything. It's all coming from your thoughts about those things. So what we typically think of as the problem is not the problem at all. In any situation, anything in your life that isn't like what you want it to be, whether you are really suffering or there are just thoughts that you're suffering from, right, about the suffering, or there's just some small annoyances, there are always problems. But here's the great news. Typically, the problems are not a problem at all. It's something completely different. Remember from past episodes, we talked about circumstances versus thoughts. This is one of the most important things we can work on is circumstances versus thoughts. Circumstances are the things that happen outside of us that are outside of our control. They are things that everyone would agree, agree on. Circumstances tend to be very boring because they don't have any opinion and they don't have any drama involved. They are neutral. So now let's talk about thoughts. They are the reason for all of your feelings. So what is happening all around us is just circumstances and then our brain adds meaning and the meaning we give those circumstances are your thoughts. It's important to understand the difference. And it's super critical for you to understand because your thoughts are what generate your feelings. Any feeling you have 
is because of how you are thinking about your circumstance. I just want you to see that right now, that there's a difference between circumstances and thoughts, and that it's your thoughts that generate what you are feeling. When I put the headset on, I knew um, that I was standing in this little cubicle on a hardwood floor. That was a circumstance. But my thoughts were going crazy, fighting reality. I felt as though the plank was rocking, the wind was blowing, the plank was a thousand feet up off the ground, and I was struggling with my thoughts to make me step off that plank. Why? I want you to think about that this week. Feelings are created by your thoughts, not your circumstance, period. So for me, it was stepping on the virtual reality plank, and that's something that I had to figure out with my brain. Here's the great news. Um, You are in control of your thoughts. Okay, And if I can generate those emotions within minutes from the thoughts that I had about the VR headset, then I kind of wondered what else I could do, which is why I decided to go ahead and keep trying some more of the games. What if I could generate excitement, motivation, confidence anytime I want, any of those emotions I want anytime? What if you could do that as well? What would you do if you knew you had the power to generate any feeling you wanted at any time? Think about it. We'll talk again soon. Have a flipping awesome week. And if you want to dive deeper and learn how to apply these tools, come to flippinawesomecoaching.com and join our flipping awesome group. Bye. Hey, thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed listening or have questions about something you heard on this podcast, go to flipping awesome coaching to get your questions answered. Thanks for sharing this episode with your friends. Have a flipping awesome week.